0: Welcome to Wise Health for Women Radio. We're very glad that you have joined us today. This new show is giving us such energy because we have realized that women are so much more than we even know about. And we believe that women are happiest when they consider all aspects of themselves, including dreams and what makes you sing and to laugh out loud. Most of all, we'll tell you that if not today, then when. To be your best healthy self requires just a little urging to make yourself reach for more, and we will do our best to help you thrive. We have a wonderful guest for you today. We have Tony St. Clair, and she's an amazing health coach with a focus on functional nutrition, lifestyle, and mindset. What I love is that she's also been trained in nutritional endocrinology, so using food to manage and manipulate hormones, not a small problem after 40. And she is just a live wire with all the skills, training and tools to help us balance and transform our lives. And, you know, Tony, I'm so glad to welcome you to Wise Health for Women Radio. Welcome.
1: Well, thank you for having me. I'm super excited. I love the work you do. And uh, it's so much in line with my passion, with, with helping people to be their very best, to their truest expression of themselves, but particularly women, because we do so much for others. Yeah, You
0: know, we do. And I think mm-hmm. it's so hard sometimes to give yourself permission to do the right things because you put yourself at the bottom of the list. And that's what we're going to try and address here because yeah. um, you have a wonderful website. So if someone wants to listen along, watch along as they listen, that website is true selftotalhealth.com. And we'll repeat it and post it when we post the radio show. But wanted you to be aware of that. And, Tony, I I just think that we try so hard to Mm. eat meals at the table. We know all Mm -hmm. the shoulds. We should should do this. We should do that. And, oh, that word should. It kind of gets in the way sometimes. And so I I would ask you, you know, how do you view – perhaps someone who has been so busy with a million other things and has put themselves last, they're over 40, they're not feeling like they did in their twenties or thirties optimized, if you will, what mm-hmm. would you tell them?
1: The first thing I would tell them to do is stop shooting all over themselves <laughs> because <laughs> it doesn't help at all. Um, I, it, that negative
0: of, self-talk oh, really matters, doesn't it?
1: It, it really does because, uh, if you're not focusing on what you can do, you're focusing on what you can't do. So I'd rather have my clients focus on what they can do. And there's a whole lot of wiggle room there. And, um, and so we focus on what can be done. So we focus on baby steps. You would not um, even uh, believe that most women, or you probably would, most women are severely dehydrated. Water, just increasing the amount of water you drink is going to help so many functions in the body.
0: Now, is, do, do you have a guideline for what you recommend women drink in terms of ounces, because I've read articles that talk about eight glasses of eight ounces a day. And I've heard <laughs> you're laughing because you've read them too. So what do you personally recommend? Because I trust you.
1: Okay. So hydration, just like nutrition and, 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 and water is nutrition. It's highly individualized, but there is a starting point for everyone. Um, half your weight in ounces, um, per day, that's adjusted um, based on your activity level and whether or not you're eating foods that are dehydrating or, or drinking things that are dehydrating like coffee and processed food that don't have water, mm-hmm. so they require more water. And coffee obviously is a diuretic, so it's gonna take water from you. So that's the baseline, one okay. half times your body weight. So if you you, know, you weigh 170 pounds, and then you would need at least 80 ounces of water. So the more you weigh, the more water you're gonna, you're gonna need. If you weigh 120, 60 ounces.
0: That's so helpful because I I honestly think that people try and they'll even fill up jugs of water and they'll buy Mm -hmm. one of those infusers that put lemon or fruit or cucumber in the middle and they'll have great anticipation of, Mm -hmm. of doing the right thing. And then they reach the end of their day and the bottle on their desk (laughs) doesn't quite show the hydration that they wanted to be able to exhibit with an empty jar or a half empty jar, whatever it might be. And are there any tips and tricks that you tell people?
1: Okay. I'm a big fan. I'm a big, big fan of using your phone, um, the alarm. Ah, okay. You know, so there's, there's a hydration schedule that I give my clients and I tell them to set their alarm on their phone for that hydration schedule.
0: Okay. And yeah. is it true that drinking consistently throughout the day is valuable?
1: Absolutely. and and you, you and you need to be very careful about meal time, so you don't want to um you want to do it two hours um, um, after you eat or a half hour before, because you know mm-hmm. you want to um, make sure that you don't dilute your stomach acids. Mm-hmm. But yeah. But yeah, all throughout the day is good, and, and usually when you know I can tell when I'm I'm, I'm at, at peak per se is my urine is the color of wheat, right? That's kind of that and that's I know always a, a good, a good thing
0: to use. I yeah. I I work with a lot of veterans, and you know they go off to Iraq or Afghanistan, and the temperatures are. Astronomically mm. high, and and yeah. they use the color of urine as well to make sure that they're hydrating enough because that's definitely a matter between life and death when it's 135 degrees out. Um, Absolutely, and so that's important. The other thing is, I think that people don't realize how much hydration affects energy levels.
1: Yes, energy. That's pr- when people come to me and they tell me they have all these symptoms. That's the first thing I ask them about is water because it mimics all those other symptoms. I mean, your headaches and your dry skin. And your depression and inability to digest food properly, and all these other symptoms. They're looking for something exotic to be wrong with them, and they're usually just dehydrated. Yeah.
0: And and oftentimes people will grab food. Yes. Uh, You know, I must have low blood sugar, so I'm going to go eat. Well, (laughs) sometimes it's your body saying you're thirsty. Am I wrong?
1: You're absolutely right that that's what it'll do. If if the body is thirsty and you're not giving it what it needs, it'll, it'll signal hunger. And so, yeah, even for myself, I always drink first before I eat just to make sure that it's not, um, it's not thirst uh, and that I'm, that my body's craving.
0: I do that as well, because mm -hmm. I think you you can really find your, by the time you find yourself thirsty, isn't that a sign that it's too late? You're already dehydrated.
1: You're already, you're already dehydrated and the ketchup is pretty difficult. So even with, um, um, uh, what I'm finding, too, is bowels, slow-moving bowels, you know, mm-hmm. because the the, high, the, the um, intestines need a lot of water to move that fiber through. It needs a lot of uh, water to move um, the feces through. So uh, if you're dehydrated, it, it's probably going to affect your bowels. But So that's just one nutrient that I know that most women and people, all people, but mostly women, are deficient in that come to see me. Um, so I don't want to—I don't want to— um, I don't want to leave anybody with the understanding that water is just something nice to have. It's a need to have. You can right. pretty much survive without a lot of these other nutrients. But water, you know, you can't go more than, what, three days without water? Uh, yeah, something like that. Well, depending yeah. on your circumstances,
0: yeah. <laughs> exactly. No, no, and, and water makes you just feel better, too. I, have, I was not always good at drinking enough water. And once I did, I find that my body misses it when it doesn't mm-hmm. get it. Mm-hmm. And, and that's, that's also a, a red flag for me. So hydration is one of the first things you tell people.
1: Absolutely, be, hydration.
0: Yeah, what would be about the second?
1: Okay, so in my practice, and it's not just with women over 40, but the general population is, you have to optimize your vitamin D. Okay. There are so many people out there um, that are deficient in vitamin D. It's it's prevalent in all ages, but especially uh, women over fifty. Mm-hmm. The kids. and so the the vitamin D deficiency can be for a number of reasons. It can be because you're not just out there getting the sun in the summer when you store it. Because we're all like vampires now, we're you know, know we're cave dwellers. We live inside a building, so it could be that, um, or it could actually be an absorption issue. Mm-hmm. Um, the best way to get it is from the sun. Some people can get it from from food, uh, but I'm finding that the, uh, the older we are, particularly you know women, 40, 50, and they have stress and all that there, they have difficulty with the digestive system. Mm-hmm. So even if they eat um, foods that have the vitamin D, they may not be absorbing it properly. So I always recommend supplementation. How do you know whether or not you have enough vitamin D? I'm going to encourage everybody out there, female, not female, particularly go get a blood test and have it tested every six months to make sure your blood test is at uh, your vitamin D is at optimal level. Optimal is 70 to 100 IU's, not 30 that doctors will tell you. That's, that's the standard that, you know, right. that they're telling you you're at stand who wants to be average because you got sick people in there and healthy people. I want to be optimal. <laughs>
0: Well, it's funny, you and I had spoken before and I did indeed have a look at that and mine was low and I immediately began uh, Mm -hmm. a a regular regimen of taking vitamin D supplements because I can't count on the sun. And so it was, it it made a big difference in the next blood test, which is important because we want to keep our bones healthy too, especially for women. And that's, that's a dangerous thing because you know, that, that hip fractures, those kinds of things can really be a Mm -hmm. start of a spiral.
1: It's, just, it's not just bone metabolism. Vitamin D, and you're right, that's super important. Vitamin D, uh, I don't want to get too clinical here or too, too scientific, but the, your cells have certain receptors for certain nutrients. On, on, every cell has a receptor. Every cell in your body has a receptor for vitamin D. That's how important it is for every function in your body, mm. for, for adrenal health, for blood sugar control, for uh, bone metabolism, for digestion, for skin the healthy vision for weight control. I could go on and on and on and on, but I well,
0: <laughs> it is such a vital nutrient and it's amazing. It doesn't get more press.
1: You know, I, 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 I often wonder about that. Doctors are now starting, um, to pay more attention that I'm finding that, um, my clients don't have to fight so hard to get the vitamin D test. Uh, but it 's not part of a regular exam, which it should be the The complete wellness panel does not include the vitamin D test, so you have to ask for it mm-hmm. yeah
0: you 're absolutely right, but without that knowledge, you don 't know whether to supplement no. In, in, no. in bulk, I will call it, uh, mm-hmm. or just a, a general upkeep well i we are going to go on a short break, and I want to continue our discussion on the basics that people can take on. To make themselves their best healthier self we'll go into a lot more detail on a number of things we're talking with Tony St. Clair today and her website is trueselftotalhealth.com and we will be back after these messages to talk more about how to optimize how you feel in this coming year you're listening to wise health for women radio and we'll be right back We're Wise Health for Women Radio, and we'll return after these short messages.
2: It's the Fitness Minute with fitness expert Annette Hammond.
3: Did you know that the average teenager drinks twice as much soda as milk? Since 1983, sugar consumption in the U.S. is up 28%. Why is that? There are several reasons, but one of the most common is soft drinks. 20-ounce beverages have become the norm, and it's not surprising to find that 43% of our sugar comes from drinks. Sugar is blamed for poor nutritional diets. USDA data shows that people whose diets are high in added sugar eat less calcium, fiber, iron, protein, and many other important nutrients. Fat-free foods are also a culprit. Since sugar is fat-free, many people tend to think it's okay to eat as much as they want. Remember that just because a food is fat-free does not mean that it's calorie-free also. For the Fitness Minute, I'm Annette Hammond. It's Merging
2: have read in the New York Daily News about the Scottish man Thomas McCormack who put his collie Labrador Cross Paddy in the fence backyard before leaving for work. He had just boarded the train into town when all of a sudden, Paddy jumped into the seat next to him. Mr. McCormack wondered how his dog was able to escape the six-foot high fence. According to his neighbors, they saw Paddy jumping up and down on his new trampoline until he got high enough to make it over the fence. Since Patty isn't much of a barker, otherwise known as illatration, Mr. McCormick never realized he was following him to the train station. I'd like to extend a bark of recognition to all the military dogs who are recognized as American heroes serving in operations with U.S. soldiers around the world. It's words you never heard. I'm Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words-you-never-heard vocabulary with my free app, Too Funny for Words.
0: Welcome back to Wise Health for Women Radio. We're continuing our discussion with Tony St. Clair. Tony, we talked about some of the changes one can make when you're starting to incrementally change what you do to begin to feel better and be more aware of what you're what you're giving your body. You only get one. So, mm-hmm. it's a good idea to take care of it. So, we've talked about hydration and vitamin D. What other steps would you tell people to take?
1: Well, I, I think you hit on it earlier, and that's one of my clients, uh, when they, they come to me, I'm just so busy, and I've got to take care of the kids, and I've got work, and I want to eat right, but it's so hard for me to eat right, and so I always have what I call a good, better, best approach, and my clients tell me they're always, that I'm always in their head, so good, better, best means not perfect. It means what can you do, and there's always something you can do. So, for example, um, I, I, I tell people, please don't eat processed food if you can avoid it, because it's not really processed food. There's food and then there's that. Um, <laughs> that um, right, <laughs> right. Yeah, that avoid that at all costs. But there are other things that you can do for every meal. Uh, let's say for breakfast, people you know, really get concerned about, oh, I can't sit down and eat a full meal. Well, you can, you can eat a smoothie. Um, you, can, um, you can eat fruit if 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 a blood sugar will take it but i'm just saying look for the small things that you can do you can i've had clients do this which i think is really amazing i have uh instapot i love my instapot okay that thing is like a pressure cooker on speed and you can cook all kinds of things pretty quickly in that pressure cooker but most what i really love to see my clients do especially uh, lentils are very alkalizing you can make a big old pot of of lentils and then you can freeze them Mm -hmm. Um, And have that and you can, you know, take it out and don't microwave it, you know, put it in the pot. But there are ways that you can get around it. And if you tell me, you know, if my clients tell me what their obstacles are, I can always find a way to get around it. So tell me what your obstacle is when it comes to food. You know, it's funny. Um,
0: My obstacle is usually about convenience, but I recently, Mm -hmm. well, last spring or almost a year ago, so it's a year and a half, I began growing all of my vegetables myself. And I find that I'm nearly a vegetarian at this point and taking advantage of the high protein. Well, you had an effect on me, my friend. And and it's very interesting because I don't, issue meat altogether. I still enjoy chicken and sometimes pork, and I love fish, um, which I know you have a a strong opinion on, which I'll let you share again here. (laughs) But occasionally, I just really have a taste for it. And I I find that I feel better. And everybody needs to find the things that make them feel optimized, if that's the right word, and, and full of energy and healthy and focused and all of those things that do make you feel better. So what do I have as hurdles? I, I, I don't have too many because One, I've like been eating it. very healthy for my mother raised us that way. I've raised my children that way. You mm-hmm. know, when your grandchild is hiding in the laundry room with the fresh broccoli from the market produce box that you did something
1: <laughs> right. You absolutely did. Well, you 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 make a good point here. You, we talk about convenience all the time and, and mm-hmm. you know, and I tell my clients that, <clears throat> there's nothing more inconvenient than being sick. And so if you really think about it that way, um, you know, people will make changes. So it's a matter of changing the mindset as well, like you did. And, um, and that's part of it too. That's part of the the deprogramming that I do that, um, that you can just put this off, put this off and do something different. There are bright lines when it comes to eating that I tell people you absolutely have to do, but there's so many things that you can do to play with your food um, and to have fun with it and, and 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 enjoy eating and know that it's a wonderful process when, even when, before I eat my meal and I tell my clients this too with appreciation I am so grateful because I'm eating foods that are going to nourish my cells give me energy right. balance my my hormones it's just you just know you're doing something wonderful for your body so well, we can- I agree. It's
0: true. And I find that um, one of the things that someone once said to me when I was doing the microwave this and zap that and and do all of those things is he said to me, but then where, how do you put the love in it? Hello. (laughs) And it took me aback. And I realized, oh my, I really have gotten away from, you know, making my my famous vegetable soup. And, mm. and the things that I truly love to do, and I know you won't like this one, but I make a fabulous beef stew. No, and, you know, these are winter meals, but you can make summer salads and meals that are just as delicious. But when you aren't in the habit. I didn't even realize I'd fallen out of the habit. Now, I was very fortunate. I was raised where it was healthy food. We were also a very frugal family, still Mm -hmm. are. And Mm -hmm. everyone says, or not everyone, that's a sweeping generalization, but a smaller version of that is, it's too expensive to eat healthy. Well, I made it a game to figure out just how frugal I could be while eating healthy, and it's very possible. Would you agree with that?
1: Oh, absolutely. I can tell you that if you swap out the, the package stuff for something fresh, my brother actually did this. He went to go shopping for my mother and I said, just get fresh food because mm-hmm. he was shopping for her before using her list. He said, I only spent $20 because I said, just get vegetables for her right. and maybe you know a chicken. And I want to go back too, to something you said about the meat. I am not anti-meat, honestly. <laughs> I think
0: I'm that, just telling you that I still eat meat.
1: I think that's honest. Honestly, it's it's what makes your body feel good and eating right. and, and making sure that it's clean
3: mm-hmm.
1: um and making sure that it's in the right ratio. So if it's on your plate, it shouldn't take up most of it. You right. know, that's all I'm saying. So
3: no, no, I'm- no,
0: I I agree. I'm just confessing my sins to the no, food no. goddess here. <laughs> but you know, it's so funny. Once you start to eat healthy and very clean because i always ate healthfully but clean you you find that you don't want to go near anything else because it almost i don't want to say offends you that's a strong word but you don't want try going out and eating with other people Mm -hmm. and as you know you can select things that are healthy when you go out it's still hard to keep them from putting all the salt on things um and, and the cheese and the stuff. But, uh, you know, you can take a perfectly healthy um, cut of chicken or mm-hmm. uh, fish and, and then slather it with a sauce. And, and I find that I, I step, away, step away from the, the evil sauce because I don't even have a taste for it. Now, some people do. And when they do, I'm sure that there are substitutes that you can give them mm-hmm. that will provide flavor, without yes. providing the bad stuff. So talk about some of those things.
1: Okay, so you talk about um, uh, the, the sauces and all that that people put on food. The, the people need to understand too, that's not flavor, that's basically salt and sugar. Right. Because it's not real. And the right. taste buds are over, overactive. They, um, and so they're, they're, they're wanting the, the salt and the sugar. So that to me is not, that's not flavor per se. So what I do is I tell my clients to use lots and lots of herbs yep. and spices. And that's going to give you the flavor. And then you can also make, um, I make my own salad dressing. Mm-hmm. out of Something super basic. I mean, I take, um, I take a base of zucchini. I add a little basil to it because that's a nice herb, right? It's going to really brighten awesome. up your food. Right. And, um, and then I'll put uh, maybe a little broccoli in it. And what I'll do too, I like Sun Warrior protein powder um, because it thickens it up and it gives it. And that's it. And it tastes delicious. Put a little salt if you want. Oh, and um, apple cider vinegar. Apple cider vinegar. I love apple cider vinegar. Delicious. Yes. And see, it's five ingredients or less. If you remember talking to me before, I love to eat good, but I don't like spending a whole lot of time preparing food. So I'm basically a five ingredients or less girl.
0: But that's a great rule because it really does take away the hurdle as you had talked about earlier, of takes too much time. And the funny thing is, once you start to prepare it, a friend of mine just started eating healthfully with a coach on Monday, uh, so three days ago, and put together a lunch that was so healthy. And she could not stop raving about how delicious it was. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what surprises people.
1: Years Mm -hmm. ago,
0: when you tried to eat clean, that meant dry turkey breast, um, iceberg lettuce, um, you know, not, not any of the rich greens and things that are available now. And it, it's very interesting because I think it is easier now than it used yes, to
1: be. I think you're right. And it's fresher, the food is fresher now. Iceberg lettuce, I mean, usually the stuff that you were getting 20 years ago, um, you know, it had been sitting on the truck forever and, and right. consumers are very demanding now. You know, they want fresher food. Um, yeah. Talk
0: a little bit about the cost, because I again I really find okay. that eating healthy, even mm-hmm. if you're buying organic, oh, um, it really is possible. And as I said, I started to grow more things this summer and I canned mm-hmm. them, and so I I have them to look forward to as well. And it, it's a throwback theme that I think people are finding that in our fast-paced world, it's it's not faster is not always
1: better. It's not. It's not sometimes you just have to slow down. And I mean, I understand I respect time and I recognize that people are limited, but you can take one day a week or two days a week and make enough food, fresh food to last several meals and just swap out, you know, veggies or swap out sides, you know, but but, you know, like a soup, like you mentioned earlier, you can make soups and and swap out sides. But we we're going to we're going to convenience ourselves into an early grave. We're just going to do that. Now, as far as A food, you're right. I mean, I I I've had clients come back and tell me, "Oh my gosh, I can't afford to eat organic and do the stuff that I'm doing." Well, the stuff that you're doing now, the packaged stuff, is killing you. So we swap things out, swap things out. So instead of, you know, instead of doing the, uh, well, for for my for my clients, we have to start with snacks because I have to meet them where they are, you know. Mm -hmm, So mm -hmm. so, makes sense. So instead of um, you know buying the packaged potato chips, you can make kale chips. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're tasty uh, the, and super nutritious. So we work, we, I meet them where they are to get them and we start swapping things out. So we take things out, but we have to add something in that, that is going to be, t- and for some people, it's a matter of adjustment, mm-hmm. you know, for taste buds and all that. Um, I, 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 do start my clients off. I have to tell you, because I know their taste buds are compromised. We start. <laughs> so I've got to get the taste buds clean. It right. usually takes about three days for them to get clean again. So that's usually with a a smoothie cleanse, or uh, or I shouldn't say cleanse. I like a feast, a smoothie feast or a juice feast, and that'll reset the taste buds, so that I when love your warm, word
0: choice, that's important. Yeah. <laughs> it has to feel like a life of abundance, not paucity.
1: Yeah. yeah, it's not. It's no. It's nowhere near. I mean, people. I mean, after three days, it's amazing how they, they tell me that the, the sugar tastes much sweeter, and they you know they can't they can't take it anymore because the taste buds will reset that quickly.
0: And and that is a gift. We're coming up on our next break. The time is flying by here. You're listening to Wise Health for Women Radio. We're talking with Tony Saint Clair of True Self Total Health. And we will be back after some short messages and we'll talk more. We're Wise Health for Women Radio, and we'll return after these short messages.
2: Never heard. We've known for a long time that diamonds are precious, or worth a lot of rumors. That means money. Did you ever wonder how a polished pebble becomes one of the most expensive things on Earth? Two centuries ago, diamonds were worn only by royalty. But in 1870, miners discovered huge deposits of diamonds in South Africa. And soon after, the diamond market was flooded. That's when a man named Cecil Rhodes started buying up shares of the diamond mines. 18 years later, Rhodes controlled the entire South African supply of diamonds. He started his own newspaper and magazine articles with clever ad campaigns about cut, clarity, color, and carrot. He also convinced women that they weren't truly engaged to be married without a diamond ring. It's Words you Never heard. I'm Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your Words You Never Heard vocabulary with my free app, Too Funny for Word. It's Words You Never Heard. Harvey McKay, author of the best-selling book, use your head to get your foot in the door includes job search secrets no one else will tell you Harvey is a true ideal praxist that's a person who puts ideas into practice Harvey admits landing the right job can be more difficult than the job itself and successful people can't have pornophobia that's the fear of work but in these economic times it can be a necessity to make money any way you can what's a word for using any means to make money de So what's the best job to have? Will Rogers once said, the best job in the country is the vice president. All he has to do is get up every day and ask, how is the president? It's I'm Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words you never heard vocabulary with my new app, Too Funny for Words.
0: Welcome back to Vice Health for Women Radio. We're continuing our discussion with Tony St. Clair. And, you know, we've talked about a lot of the food and how it's um, it's important to uh, find fresh ingredients it doesn't have to have to cost an arm and a leg. And sometimes the simplest things you find give you the most joy. So mm-hmm. it, it doesn't have to be a burden to fix dinner every night, especially when you can change out some of the things that are very simple to change out with the ease that we can find ingredients these days. So Absolutely. let's talk a little bit about how, which are the foods? First, I do want you to describe this because everyone uses this term. And I, I want examples, if you would, I, mm-hmm. I could give some, I think, but I, you're the expert on processed food. I think people <laughs> think that you're looking for the, um, you know, the children's lunch packets that are, you know, really not good for you at all. Mm-hmm. That's what they think with processed food or processed meat products or things like that. But processed
1: food covers more than that, doesn't it? Process is basically, that's a, to me, there's a simple understanding of it. Okay. Um uh, there's whole plant food. Okay. Mm -hmm. Anything, if it comes in a box, a can, a bag, it's been processed for the most Mm -hmm. part, unless it's fresh in the bag. So process is basically taking it, stripping it down, adding chemicals for preservatives, and then adding what they consider to be nutrients that they stripped out. That's processed. Okay. Um, Yeah. Give me some
0: examples. So our listeners know certain things that they may not have considered to be processed food that are.
1: I could just run down the laundry list. Go for um, it. Anything in a can? Um, tomato sauce, uh, cereal. I'm trying to think. It's been a while since I've been in the processed food aisle. What
0: about um, oatmeal?
1: <laughs> oatmeal, um, that is too. But I, you know, I always use a good, better, best approach to that because there's there's refinement and then there's you know process. So um, it doesn't have the the oatmeal has been the oats have been steamed or. Mm-hmm. Uh, in a way to, to preserve them, but they don't add crap to them, right? Like um, preservatives and and, and um, that are not good for the body. So okay. again, I good, take a good, I oatmeal, best oatmeal every morning. <laughs> no, no, you're fine. So here's what I want people to do. Honestly, you know, you don't want process means just that. It's not real food. It may have started out that way, but it ended up something Altered. else. Right. There's a difference between processed and refined. So for okay. example, like what you're doing, that's refined, where they've taken something and they've done something to it to, you know, to, to, to preserve its life without adding stuff to it. So mm-hmm. they steam it so that it's palatable and it's, and, um, and it can, you know, you can eat it. Mm-hmm. Same thing with, you know, coconut oil, it's refined because when you take something away from its original source, it, you know, it, it changes, but it, but they don't add stuff to it. So that's mm-hmm.
2: refined
1: versus, um, versus something that's been um, processed and heated and, 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 and then they use chemicals to preserve it for, so it has a, a shelf life of 550 years.
2: Oh, I I'm know. just saying.
1: I don't want right. to anything like that. That's not, that's not real food. So it, honestly, eat real food. Real food does not come in a box, a can, or a bag.
0: So when you're talking about lentils, you're talking about buying the dry lentils. Uh, mm-hmm. When you're talking about the, the beans, same thing. Mm-hmm.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. Right. You, you, you'll see them in the uh, well for me because I go to natural grocers or places like that. That right. you know they they're in a bin and and they and and um, they also have the versions that are are already sprouted because I know some people have mm-hmm. difficulty breaking down
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, the beans and the sprouts. So you know that's totally different to me. But I, again, take a a good, better, best approach uh, when you're when you're going out um, and and looking for your food. Again, there's processed food, which is not food, and there's real food. Stay, Stick as closely as you can to whole food. And if you find that you can't do 100%, that's okay with every meal. Make sure you eat something live Mm -hmm. to give your body some enzymes.
2: That's
0: important too. So you you were talking about fruits that you were suggesting, et cetera. And I think we all know that one of my favorite fruits is pineapple, which has a high sugar content, mm-hmm. um, has good fiber, though, and yes. it also has papain, a good enzyme for digestion. So is, is it true, my mother told me this, so it must be, um, that everything in moderation is okay? Nope. Ugh, my mother was <laughs> wrong.
1: Your oh mother was wrong. When she um, also told there. me I'd
0: melt in the rain. So. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly so not sweet crazy. enough.
1: <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, no I, I, um, I don't agree everything in moderation. So for example, um, would you say arsenic in moderation is okay? Uh, no, um, that's a poison. No. Yeah, exactly. But everything not in moderation. Um, there are some things that people just cannot digest at all. Uh, I'm going to do one that I know most people have issues with. Everybody's heard about gluten or dairy. Um, you cannot do that in moderation because the body is still going to react to it in an autoimmune way. Mm-hmm. So, no, I don't believe um, I don't believe everything in moderation. I think there are some clear um, there are some clear bright lines that nobody um, should be doing unless unless your body genetically is okay with doing it. And some of those things are, again, dairy and gluten and soy and processed sugar. um, You know what I find
0: fascinating is that um, this this knowledge is becoming more known. So, for example, new mothers now will introduce foods at very particular times in very Mm -hmm. particular orders, because if you recall, in the last decade or so, peanut allergies and all kinds of other allergies were increasing at astronomical Mm -hmm. rates. And so new moms are really being very back to basics in terms of breastfeeding for a longer period of time, not introduction of food for a longer period of time. And I think that's going to have a long-term effect on the health of their children. Do you know anything about that?
1: Well, I, I can tell you a little bit. I know that breastfeeding okay. is super important um, right. because of the um, cholesterol the that, that helps the baby grow. Yes, right. the immunity, um, that, that babies um, need to have a strong um, uh, microbiome like we do. Right. But if they don't get the breast milk, they're, not, they're, they're microbiome because we're not giving them probiotics. We're not giving them foods that contain the probiotics. So you'll find that kids are uh, younger and younger ages were coming up with these autoimmune diseases right. and these allergies simply because they their digestive tracts didn't have the proper amount of, um, of probiotics uh, in them in the body right the, the good it, bugs. it's
0: fascinating though because I think it will have a long-term effect and I'm grateful that this nutrition is there I think I had told you before that I've, I've talked to a number of doctors in my sphere and they don't receive any training in medical school on nutrition. No.
1: I talk to a doctor too. I work with doctors, East and East, West doctors, you know, mm-hmm. who are, you know, friendly right. with what I do. Mm-hmm. And um, I've heard them say that, you know, we get thousands of hours in um, pharmaceutical training, thousands, right. and they weren't exaggerating and they get less than a hundred hours in nutrition. If that, if, that. if that, around 15 hours is really that's, I think that's the bare minimum.
0: Right, and and it with. and it isn't um, it, it it isn't evolving with
1: mm. you know
0: how fast food and nutrition is evolving these days, and it really yeah. doesn't come there. So there are common gut issues that are definitely affecting people's digestion. You hear more you How many ads are there for yeah. IBS? And mm-hmm. um, the new one is leaky bowel and leaky gut. You know, yeah, leaky gut. <laughs> right. Yeah, Yeah. And there's all kinds of uh, things that people talk about. And I think some of them will be a pendulum swing because, as you know, there are practices that do get more adopted than others. But I think mm-hmm. there is a lot of truth to the the rushing, the stress, the, the, the lack of sitting down at the table. Because if you're eating while you're relaxed and having a conversation, it makes a difference. And not everybody can do that all the time. And so... What are some of the gut issues that that you can work on that will Mm -hmm. help your digestion and assimilation of the nutrients?
1: Okay. Well, it's funny. I actually am teaching a class on Saturday about that. But um, one of the things that you can do, we talked about chewing your food. Okay. I know it's not sexy, but (laughs) (laughs) it's so basic. True. Chewing your food, your teeth, your, your mouth releases two important enzymes to break down, to break down food that can only be broken down in the mouth. Otherwise, it goes right. through the digestive tract undigested. And that's carbohydrates and a little bit, of, uh, that's amylase for carbohydrates and lipase, a little bit of lipase for fat because most right. of the fat is broken down in the liver. But if you don't chew your food, and I, I the magical number seems to be 42, then um, the, the food goes down pretty much undigested when it gets to the stomach because the stomach has a whole different, Function it's to break down minerals and protein with acid, right? Not to break down um, carbohydrates and starches, and so there's always a battle, particularly when you're eating, uh, you know, the starches and the meats together, and they're in the stomach at the same time, and that's why you have, you know, the battle. It neutralizes everything, so things go through. You're a walking trash can, basically, a garbage can. But that's the one thing I would highly recommend: chewing your food forty-two times. And if you guys still, you know, if you don't remember to do that, and I hope that you do practice, 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 you can sprinkle some digestive enzymes on your food, which will probably do the job that your mouth should be doing.
0: But, you know, I'm going to insert something even simpler in there because Mm -hmm. I am the slowest eater at the table. Mm -hmm. And it's because I'm listening and I'm chewing and I'm talking. But I, I laugh because when the family gets together, they are wolfing their food, or yes. we call it hoovering. And yes. um, it's not out of a need to to get done or leave the table. It has become a habit. habit. So I would add to what you just said, slow down a little bit and, and well, take, uh, take the time to not yes. only chew, but to... Use well, that time is, that? to put the love in it. You know,
1: <laughs> there's a trick for that though, and I've told my clients this though okay. because they said I can't focus on you know chewing my food 42 times.
3: It's yeah, a, I don't it's think a, it'll
1: count, it's a trick but I to, do chew. Well, you, you chew until it's like pulpy, you know, and but right. put the fork down between bites,
3: uh, or right. you
1: use use the opposite hand to eat because mm-hmm. don't make it comfortable. So, you, you know, if you, t- if you now think about how many people just they're, they, they're eating something, the, the, the utensils up at their mouth and they're just not even swallowing, they put the next one in. But if you put the utensil down, it's more mindful. It um, is it is it, it is, is such an important function, but we want to do a drive by. And it is how your body gets nourished. It's how your cells repair. It's how you stay healthy. And yet we want to do right. a drive by with the most important function that we can do. Digesting food. It's crazy yep. to me.
0: Well, you're right. And so many people eat to live instead of live to eat or mix the two up and and it it gets crazy. When we come back from this next break, we're going on our last break in just a few seconds. Let's talk about the importance of portion size, because that's another simple thing that you can do Mm -hmm. by simply changing the size of your plate, which in America is humongous. Mm -hmm. And when you pull out the your grandmother's china at christmas you see just how much bigger it's all gotten (laughs) we're going on our last break of the show you're listening to wise health for women radio and we'll be back after these short messages we're wise health for women radio and we'll return after these short messages
3: It's the Fitness Minute with fitness expert Annette Hammond. At any given time, millions of Americans are on a diet and on a quest to lose weight. Discovery Health says that the only way to lose fat is to consume fewer calories per day than your body needs. For every 3,500 calories that your body takes from its fat reserves, you lose one pound. You can create that deficit by monitoring and restricting your intake of calories alone, but I believe that the best approach is to exercise and cut back on your calories. By upping your daily exercise and scaling back on your consumption of calories, you are giving yourself a healthy balance that will pay off great dividends. So be sure to add daily exercise to your quest to lose weight. Health, well-being, and a slim body awaits you. For the Fitness Minute, I'm Annette Hammond. To hear other fitness and weight loss tips, visit our website at AnnetteHammond.com.
2: Have you ever met one of those people who just can't be stopped? It's like they're unstoppable. Yeah, I have. Me too. What's their mystique? Nothing stops these people. Don't stop. Each week, join Coach Frankie Picasso for Mission Unstoppable, where you'll meet some of the most amazing people. They've accomplished their goals despite insurmountable odds. They beat adversity, physical hardship, and traumatic events, and emerged triumphantly. They're people just like you and me, and they're winners. Are you unstoppable? Join Frankie Picasso every week for Mission Unstoppable and learn how.
3: Stop it. Welcome
0: back to Wise Health Women Radio. Tony, before the break, um, I mentioned uh, about portion size and how large the plates have become
1: mm-hmm.
0: in today's world and how much smaller they used to be. That's just mm-hmm. one little trick we can do to um, reset, as you were talking about earlier with resetting the taste buds. Um, can you talk about the portions that are optimal, you know, something okay. to aim for, of yes. of vegetables and protein and any carbohydrates and and what you talk about as the healthy mix.
1: Okay, so for I mean, again, it's all individualized because some of my clients need a little bit more protein than others. Some uh-huh. need more carbs. Some don't. So I let's say let's say I let's say Joe Blow out in the street and or Jane out of the street. That um, the what I would recommend is that your plate should be. I'd say 60%. I actually have a chart, mindful eating chart. <laughs> it should be about 60% um, of, of vegetables Okay. because we don't, we don't get enough minerals. We don't get enough minerals, ladies. We just do not because we're under stress. We burn through those minerals like crazy. Right. And so it should be vegetables, 90%, uh, 60% vegetables, mm-hmm. a starch, preferably gluten-free, Okay. would be um, the other, what, 20%? So it's 80, 90%. And then the rest would be a very small portion of a protein. It should fit in the palm of your hand.
0: I've heard this, the, the size of your fist. Is that yep. not a good rule?
1: Um, that's about the same as I'm thinking about it. Yeah. Palm of your hand, a fist. Um, I guess it small. is.
0: Palm of the hand. Yeah. yeah.
1: yeah a fist. It's a very small portion because we're, we're under the impression that we need all of this um, protein to survive. If you're I'd say the average woman, depending again, it depends on what's going on in your life. I know, these are not absolutes, right. You know, so so for myself, even as active as I am, I can get away with 20, 25 grams of protein a day. It's not the protein that we're looking for, it's the amino acids. And guess what? Meat doesn't have all the 22 amino acids that you need. Right. And it produces acid in the body. So you're not getting as much uh, amino acids as you need to get. And, and the, you're getting um, uh, you know, acid in your body too that has to be you know, neutralized and, and neutralized run out. Spray. So yeah, so I'm not saying that not to eat meat. I'm just saying you know, do it in moderation, three, two, three times a week if you must eat meat because mm-hmm. I know I have some clients that need it. That's mm-hmm. fine. Um, this country, nobody in this country is protein deficient. I have had clients come <laughs> with, blo- with blood tests, if anything, they have too much protein, they develop uric acid. Right. That's what I've seen in my practice. What I have seen in my practice, a lot of people are mineral deficient because they're not eating leafy green vegetables they're, um, or they don't have enough stomach acid. And that's, what, that, that's another thing that happens as we get as we age, ladies. So uh, we don't produce enough hydrochloric acid, and that's how you break down the proteins and the minerals. So right. I always recommend my ladies over 40 – um, you supplement with, with zinc or eat foods, okay. um, rich in zinc to help with the hydrochloric acid. But you know, there's another trick you can do with the hydro to, to develop, um, a stomach acid is okay. chew, chew bitters before you eat huh. about 20, about 20 minutes before I eat, I chew on something like a dandelion leaf or kale that will start, um, that will start, um, hydrochloric acid stimulating that a little bit. That's fascinating. So that for that meal, for that meal only. But um, but but generally, I, I always recommend most. I'm going to tell you, ninety percent of the females that come to me in my practice when we do blood testing, zinc shows up as deficient, and that's and it's, and that's why they have you know digestive issues. They, they show up with all these uh, amino acid deficiency things that do show up because remember that's how you repair the body, right? You know, well, it's yeah. also
0: true that um, as you get these blood tests, there are. Adjusted for age ranges, mm-hmm. and while they are adjusted for age, that doesn't necessarily mean that you wouldn't feel better if it was more optimized. And exactly. am I wrong?
1: Exactly. So when I look at blood tests again, I'm looking at it from um, a functional health perspective right. and looking for optimum, not the standard ranges. Right. And um, and they do. I do don't some- think people
0: realize that. You know, the, the doctor will say, "No, no, it's fine."
1: Well, and the doctors I, are, and I'm not saying anything disparaging about doctors per se. No, I understand. A lot of them are, They're very busy and they get five minutes to dock right. in a the box. They get five minutes to tell you what's wrong. And they're looking at the blood test at chronic conditions. They're looking at drug it out or cut it out because that's what they're trained to do. They're trained to True. keep you alive, not keep you healthy. Mm-hmm. And so that, I. Look, that's important. It is. So I look at the blood test a little differently from a functional nutrition perspective. And I'll say, okay, well, it looks like the blood tests are showing that you um, have a little metabolic syndrome. You have a little problem uh, with insulin resistance. Are they now diabetic? No, but they're, they're on that bus stop. Pre-diabetic, right? Yes. But the doctors are not going to say anything until you kind of, you know, get hit that touchstone because if they can't drug it out or cut it out, you know, they may tell you, well, you know, you're okay because you're at the, the average range. Well, who again, that's pre-diabetic. Who wants to be there?
0: um, What did Hot Lips used to say to Frank? You're so above average. (laughs) Do you remember that?
1: No, I don't, but I'm old enough to. um, Yeah,
0: well, it's just a funny thing because no one wants to be. Average.
1: No, but th- that's my or even
0: self. above average. We want to be so, optimized.
1: And it just right. depends. And my job, my sole purpose when I look at those tests is what's going to separate you from being vibrant? What's gonna separate you from having a life that you want to live? At this age, we're not wise women years, right? Right. We want to be healthy in those wise women years. We don't and, want to and vital. Yeah. Because
0: we aren't winding down. I, I know that there is a tendency towards women to start to feel invisible in society and some of that is true but it doesn't need to be if you retain your youthful vibrance and your vitality I know 30 year olds who are old and I know 80 year olds who are young
1: yes yes and uh, some of that it's it's not just nutrition and we'll talk about this on another show there's so many levels of uh of, of health that we need to look at. But nutrition is the is one of the foundations. Mm-hmm. And I'm noticing again that with, with women, we just don't pay attention to that. You have to know where your deficiencies are. It's so individualized. And mm-hmm. if you're at our age, I mean, it's super important to get blood tests at least once a year, not twice a year, because you can be thrown out of balance because your body is shifting, the hormones are shifting. A- amen. There's, there's a certain amount of, of minerals and nutrients that you need to make that shift effortless and painless.
0: You're absolutely right, and it and it does also have a lot to do with mood and anxiety and stability of your behavior. Hormone fluxes are not easy; they weren't no. easy at 13, and they don't get easier at 45. No, but it it is manageable if it you're, is
1: if manageable. you're
0: knowledgeable. Does that make sense?
1: I love that manageable if you're knowledgeable. I just made it up. I love that. (laughs) I love that. Body wisdom. I might steal that from you.
0: It's all about
1: body body wisdom. You take your own. uh, I I teach my clients. um, I teach them how to do self-assessments. Like don't even know that. Well, um, I'm actually going to gift your clients with this. I have a a nutrition assessment chart that I give to my clients so they can get an idea. What it shows is signs of imbalance for vitamin A or vitamin B or B6. And so we go down the line and they check. Okay. And so we have an understanding that, okay, this is probably why you're feeling the way you're feeling. It's not just, you know, in a vacuum. Right. So, you know, if you're, if you're, if you're feeling, um, if you're having some burning feet, you might have a vitamin B5 deficiency or you're having hair loss. That's vitamin B5. Um, you know, so it it will help women at least to get a start because I think that we we, we put our head in the sand and if we if it's, if we don't acknowledge it, then it doesn't exist. Ugh. Yeah, <laughs> but it does. Sorry. And, Recognize that one. Okay, okay. <laughs> so I I this puts it in your face. You know, it puts it in your face. You know, um, if you have a vitamin C deficiency, and a lot of women do because of the stress, um, then you might have you might bruise easily or joint injuries or. You know, you might have spongy and bleeding guns. So I just want, I want, I want I want to empower women. There you go. Yeah. So I'm going to gift you all this and you get a 20 minute free consultation with me if you complete it and we can talk about it.
0: <laughs> oh my goodness, girl. Are you sure you know what you're just asking? Uh, <laughs> again, that website is com, And Tony St. Clair is one magic woman. Ta- you have about three minutes little bit more left and i want to make sure that you get out any of the other priorities that we maybe did not touch upon today in terms of optimizing your healthy nutrition and tips and tricks and anything else you'd like to add it's all yours
1: okay well first of all you just gave me an idea that maybe i need to limit it to the first 20 people because i'm making
0: super busy um let's see if that's a good problem to have yeah
1: it's a good problem to have (laughs) i think uh the, the one thing that i did want to to say that um and I want to reinforce: is you have to nutrition is individualized. You have to know what your imbalances are, and you can have deficiencies as well as you can have too much of something in your body that could be throwing you off. So please, please, please get your blood tests, and then go to a professional who can tell you where your imbalances are, like me or someone else that's trained to do that. Yeah.
0: So imbalances are very important, over or under.
1: And, or, and oh, over under, yeah, because people absolutely
0: can, yeah. now. I would, I want you to address this because the world is an internet place, and <laughs> yeah. um, Dr. Mom always goes on the internet. And yeah. as you know, if mm-hmm. you have symptoms of things, if you're on Google, it's three clicks to dead. Yes, and it, it <laughs> well, it, you know what I'm talking about. Yes. You you put in a symptom or something, and it can be. Yes. I'll give you the example of sciatica. Um, mm-hmm. It. it if you put in the symptom of burning back pain and show the location, et cetera, you can come from you're sitting yes. too much yes. to you have pancreatic cancer. So the internet is not always your friend. The internet, it could Dr. be overlooked.
1: Dr. Google is not your friend. It could be, but here's what, what we what you can do if you go to a professional, we can get to the root cause because a lot of symptoms cover a lot of areas. And so if you go to a professional who's trained with getting to the root cause of your of your symptoms. You won't have to worry about that.
0: But you know, we started the show talking about that oftentimes the root causes are not addressed, the symptoms are addressed. So That's you're it. either not sleeping well, you're mm-hmm. you've got a, a you bloated belly, you mm-hmm. you aren't doing these other things. But the root causes are not there. So I would hope that talk a little bit more about the importance of getting to the root cause and what that will mean for you when you do.
1: Oh my goodness. It it could mean the difference between life and death, vital, not being vital. Symptoms, doctors can get and even even naturopaths will give you uh, herbs and supplements to cover up the symptoms and you feel better. But underneath, there's still damage happening. There's still cellular damage. Getting to the root cause is like everything you can. It it occurs so much because remember, things don't happen in a vacuum. If something's breaking down in one area, it's causing a breakdown in other areas. It will cause you to recycle earlier and you will be in pain while it's happening.
0: You know, you have to love the biosystem that you've been given, (laughs) but you also have to know that you're worthy and and that this is very, very important to take care of your one and only body. It's a miracle if you think about it. And we often don't treat it that way because it's an afterthought it carries us around and it zooms us around tony thank you for sharing you. your expertise and and i love your vitality i always have and really thank you for sharing your time and expertise with us that is true self totalhealth.com. we'll be back with another wise health for women radio show next thank you for listening Thank you for tuning in today. You can find more shows at wisehealthforwomenradio.com.